This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal preview show, our show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture. Arsenal are back in Premier League action this weekend with a chance, of course, to solidify their place at the top of the Premier League table. They take on Wolves at the Emirates Stadium. And it's an interesting weekend because, of course, there are some other fixtures being played at the top end of the of the, uh, of the table. We've got Newcastle and Man United playing one another. We've got Man City and Spurs playing one another. So some very interesting fixtures where Arsenal can hope to take advantage of that uh, like they did or rather like they only just managed to do, of course, against Brentford. Very, very close to, to not taking advantage of it. But thankfully, Kai Havertz stepping up with a goal right at the end of the game. And of course, then a massive win in midweek against Lawns in the Champions League, confirming top spot in the Champions League group meaning that Arsenal will face a runner-up in the last 16 and have a dead rubber game, of course, between that game against Aston Villa and the one against Brighton as well. As always, with these preview shows, we are joined by our fantastic cast of members from the Discord server. Let's introduce you to them now. First of all, it's James. James, how are you doing? You good, you well? I'm doing all right. It's a little cold here, but... I mean, I think that's kind of the same in just about all parts of the world right now. How about you? Yeah, it's currently one degree here. Um, so I don't know what that means for me. So, but. so you, you double it, you add 30. So 32 for you, that would be. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, pretty cold, pretty cold. Um, but uh, we, we're brave in it. And uh, the heating's been on as long as feasibly possible. And uh, just trying to keep ourselves toasty as we can. Uh, also joined by Garrett. How are you doing, Garrett? You good, you well? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, like both of you, it's a bit cold over here, but um, yeah, getting through. I'm looking forward to the uh, the weekend. Yeah, absolutely, indeed. And lastly, making up our quartet this evening, we've got old Dave. How are we doing, Dave? You good? You well? Doing well. Can you hear me? See me? There we go. There he is. Just sorting out the microphone. Love it. Lovely stuff. Okay, good, good to have you all three yeah. with us today. Really appreciate all of you jumping in, tuning in for today's show. And those joining us live in the chat box, those listening on Catch Up or watching on Catch Up as well. Thank you so much for doing so. Please do drop a like, subscribe, all of that usual stuff. James, we start with you. Wolves this weekend. Uh, we've obviously come off the back of a very important win against Brentford, but also then a very dominant performance against Lawns. Are you expecting a similar display to what we saw in midweek, or do you think it's going to be a lot cagier? 
I, I think everybody knows or everybody feels like we've been able to play more freely in, in Europe because they're not holding a low block against us. So I fully mm-hmm. expect Wolves to hold a low block. So I don't think it's going to be as free-flowing. But I do think that we should still win comfortably. I don't – especially with uh, – Wolves now have a couple injuries and um, was it Lamina that can't play this game? Yeah. So I think it's, it's going to definitely help us in, in the match. Yeah, no, Lamina, no, Gomez, potentially no eight, Nori as well. He could be injured. Neto is not expected to be fit either uh, for this one. So there's a lot of injury issues and suspension problems for Wolves. Garrett, Arsenal themselves have got Kai Havertz on four yellow cards. Uh, he could be in for a suspension. You know, in a way, is it weird that we kind of maybe want him to get a yellow because it means he would miss Luton and then be available for Brighton, Villa and Liverpool after that? <laughs> is that too cheeky? No, I think it's a decent thing to expect. Um, I don't know what will happen. I don't know if Arteta will, you know, ever tell him to go out and get a yellow. Just, just um, go on, Kai. Just, yeah. you know, just... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think we'll need him um, for those big games coming up. So, yeah, look, if we're going to get a tactical one, I think it's definitely, yeah, game to do it. Miss and Luton, you know, we could be eating our words in a few days' time. I hope not. I remember last year, Gabriel Jesus and Saliba were on four yellow cards mm. what felt like... 10 games and they managed to avoid it to be fair this season i think the closest to Havertz are like i think white's got two or three maybe i think saka's got two as well we seem not to be getting anywhere near the amount of cards that we were getting last season i know we've had a red in in tommy at palace but that was pretty ridiculous when he got it do you feel like discipline is something that has improved significantly under arteta yeah i think so big time i mean you you just look at some of the Foolish, just we got ourselves involved in um, kind of at the start of our tennis tenure and kind of you know end of memory and stuff like some of the stuff was just disastrous. Um, but yeah, no, it's improved big time, and it's great to see, really. I mean, remember, you know, you'd always expect a jack a red card, it was just you'd be taken down every week, you wouldn't get one, you're like, it's gonna come, it's gonna come soon. So, you know, now I don't think there's anyone that you look at and you're like, you know, this guy, he's taking time off, you know, I think that's mm. credit to Arteta as well, big time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there isn't really that character. Like, we haven't got like Garrett, Granite Xhaka. We haven't got like a Mustafi, you know, in the squad anymore. And, you know, Xhaka was always, last season especially, was an absolute asset to the team. But there was always that feeling that, you know, he was one moment, one tackle away from getting a red card. And he had that in him. And he never felt like he was going to change either. And, you know, now we don't have that necessarily. I mean, Gabriel maybe is the closest that we've got. He's obviously had red cards during his time. But he's mellowed out and become a lot more consistent, I think. So, yeah, you're right. We don't really have that that type as well and, and benny says in the chat declan rice has yellow uh zero yellow cards this season uh, which is worth a mention as well just shows you how accurate and kind of i suppose finesse his tackling has been but dave uh wolves as a side you know they've caused us problems in the past i remember there was the whole ruben neves celebration police you know there's been a bit of a narrative between us and them over the last few years or so but how much of a threat do you think they pose to us in tomorrow's game I feel pretty good. Um, you know, they've had um, some success this year, but um, that was when they had Neto. And without him and without a couple of midfielders, um, I like our chances. I really like our chances if we can score within the first 10, 15 minutes mm. and open things up like we Do you know did. how many times we've done that this league season? Um Maybe none. <laughs> once. We've done it once in the first 20 minutes of games in the league, which is yeah. a bit of a... 
it's a bit of a strange stat, isn't it? Do you think yeah. that's is that a problem or is it just the just differences in in what's happening? Yeah, I, I put down a lot of a lot of those kind of things to. You never know when the goals are going to come. Sometimes there's reason. Sometimes there's no reason. You get yourself in position and you don't get it. I, I'm hoping it kind of evens itself out. It may also be partly we are playing more um conservatively this year or or you know um which has been talked about a lot so maybe that impact also gives us less of a chance for early goals yeah it's interesting also just going back to the walls thing as well just looking at their their season so far obviously they sit 12th in the table they've won four drawn three lost six arsenal have doubled the number of points on 30 that wolves do they did beat Spurs. Um, it's worth mentioning. That was a really, obviously, quite an impressive win, although Spurs were themselves pretty um, ravaged by injury and, and suspensions as well as they still are and will be for this game against Manchester City this weekend. So I'm not holding out too much hope for a repeat of some of the Spurs results that we've seen against City over the last few years. Uh, they lost to Fulham, of course, Monday night, which meant that they had, I suppose, less recovery time than they would usually be used to. But Arsenal kind of negated that by playing on on Wednesday, there was a lot of controversy in that game. We're going to touch upon that in a second. They lost to Sheffield United. Who loses to Sheffield United? <laughs> I mean, they're pretty darn terrible. Um, and they come out with a result there. They drew against Newcastle, though, in a 2-2 draw. It's weird. They seemingly perform better, James, against better teams. So is that something that maybe we need to be cautious of? You have to be cautious of every game in the Premier League. I mean people always say it's you can lose at any time right i mean but it's the most competitive league in the world it's the best league in the world for a reason even mm. the bottom teams i mean spurs are nothing special but watching them you know struggle against the likes of sheffield united and teams like that and then yeah. come out and you could say the same thing about them do they just perform better against big teams because small clubs do better sometimes um but i i i I'll go back to the point of their injuries, and someone else pointed out in the chat that uh, Justice there pointed out Joao Gomez is also out. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's still just going to help us even more. Mm. They also beat City as well. <laughs> it's worth remembering. You know, 2 1 result against City. They beat Spurs. They've drawn against Newcastle. But then this season, they've uh, looking at the campaign. You know, they lost to Man United on the opening day, but they lost to Brighton. They uh, lost to, to Crystal Palace. They lost to Liverpool. They drew with Luton. Um, they beat they Man City. They drew with, drew with Villa is a good result. They had 10 men and they drew with Villa. <laughs> They're a really strange team. And you just don't really know what you're going to get. Sorry, James, go on. No, I'm sorry. I was talking over you. But it's just crazy how bad they've been or how, how poorly they've been officiated this whole season. I think mm. someone else pointed out earlier in the chat, like this is the, the PGMOL derby because – we feel yes. like we've been slighted. But if you look at it, they have had the worst run of it from the refs. Starting with game one, they should have never lost that against United. United were terrible. And, yeah. The and Anana were, on Dawson, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember it. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, tomorrow's game is just a clean bill of, of correct decisions and that VAR doesn't need to come into it. But yeah, you're right to point that out from the chat box. It is the PGMOL. Derby um, and Arsenal hopefully will be coming through of it uh, unscathed, but we'll have to wait and see. Garrett, there's a lot of talk in the chat box about sin bins. There's been a lot of talk about sin bins this week. Arteta was asked on it. Uh, I watched Ange Postacoglu's 
um, press conference as well. And he was very dismissive of the idea. He said, and, you know, no pun intended, but he said to just bin it, basically, bin the idea that we're getting too involved in the game. We're trying to change too much about the game. What do you, what's your take on Simbins? Yeah, I was kind of, I think I was on Twitter earlier on. I saw a clip of Paul Merson talking about it. And he, his point was kind of, you know, people will get a Simbin and they'll just park the bus for that time. You know, the players mm. people looking at the clock, counting it down, being look lads four more minutes, you know, hold, keep the ball, and then we'll go. And I can kind of see it, to be fair. So I'm not really sure. Like, in, in you think about it, it seems like a good idea, but I think how it would affect the games, I think that was mainly Mercer's point. I think it's, I'm not sure. I think it would need some, yeah, it would need to be looked at pretty, pretty, I think, specifically if we're going to put it in. It's I'm not sure it would work, to be honest. Mm, yeah, I saw that uh, from Merce in that clip, and he, he brought up a point I'd not really thought about. You know, in, in your head, you're thinking, well, if it's going to discourage like professional fouls, if it's going to discourage abuse of referees, etc., then okay. But is the impact that it has by introducing it having too much of an effect on the game itself and the way in which it's played? And you know, it's it's very difficult, I think, to justify that. And also with the way in which decisions are now made on red cards, uh, you know, let alone the idea of a, a sin bin. You could start seeing players sin binned, maybe in contentious circumstances. It splits the it splits the room. Do you then VAR whether or not you have to sin bin a player? And then obviously, if a team loses because of a controversial amount of time in which they concede during that period, then there's going to be even more talk about whether or not this is the right decision going forward. So I do think I agree with Ange Postecoglou in that yeah, I think we probably do need to bin the idea in the end because it is probably going to have too much of an impact on the game. Dave, what's, just to get your thoughts on the idea of that, you know, sim bins we see it in rugby. I think we have it in other sports, so you'll be able to tell better than me for American side of things. But what do you think about the idea of a sim bin? If I wanted to watch hockey, I'd watch hockey. So, Of course, yes. Put yeah. in the bin. So it's a, it's a no from you. Why is, it, why is it just because you just think, like Garrett's highlighted, that there's too many drawbacks to it? Yeah, the the only way that I could see it as a positive, I, I'm not a huge fan of the the extremeness of a red card in that you go down to 10 men for the whole rest of the game, mm. but I don't have any better way to do it, and it's been done that way for quite a long time, so uh, I think we stick with that is my Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I think sometimes games can be ruined by red cards, maybe given to, um, you know, in a circumstance which maybe doesn't deserve it. And there is always some contentiousness about some red cards, whether or not a tackle is a red card, whether or not a player deserves to get one. But it is, it is obviously the punishment for serious foul play and for certain other instances as well, or being the last man not taking the ball if you weren't going for it. 
it, there's just seemingly too many rules these days in the game, and, and maybe that's what needs looking at, not introducing more. Uh, we're going to go to lineups, James. I think we're starting with yours. Talk us through your selection for this game ahead of the weekend. Uh, so it's pretty standard. Um, I chose Tommy Asu at left back, though, because I think that the, with how well he's been playing, you can't sit him out. I mean, he had two assists. Mm. Granted, I think the one to Martinelli. The Martinelli. Clearance, but... Oh, was it, was it an assist? <laughs> Did he mean it? Are we claiming he meant that? Look, whether he meant it or not, it was gorgeous. And just the flight <laughs> of the ball to meet Martinelli in stride was perfection. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm starting him, and it's nothing against Zinchenko. I think Zinchenko's been playing well well too, but I think I agree with you. Tommy Oster's best position for us is on the left. And then White, I think White just needs to come back in. I think he's ready. You know, that little injury he had, he's over it now. Um, Gabriel Sleba in the middle. I thought about rotating Kivior in, but I think – with this period coming up, there will be plenty of time for that. Um, for now, we'll just stick with the, the solid back four we have. And then Rice Havertz, Odegaard in the midfield. Again, all three. I mean, Rice is our player of the year already. You could end the season now and he gets my vote. Um, Havertz, <laughs> yeah. Havertz with two goals in a row, you know, in two games in a row. He's He's got to stay in there for me. Uh, Odegaard scored and – Hopefully that just gets his confidence up too. I think that everybody's confidence is just on the up, so we're just looking really good. And then Saka Jesus and give Trossard a run in there, and he's my star man. Lovely stuff. Are you? What's the reason behind Martinelli not being in there? Because obviously he had a good game. I thought on. on no, he did. He did. And, and Martinelli is my favorite player in this team. Mm. So me sitting him down is literally just rotation. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Garrett, talk me through yours, mate. A couple of changes. Yeah. So. I'm going to be cautious and not bring White back in. Um, I think, kind of off what James said, there is a lot of games coming up, and I think there's no real need to risk them. Um, in the game of the Champions League during the week, I actually was looking at Tommy. Oh, that was strange. Just completely lost Garrett. That was out of nowhere. <laughs> it just says device is not connected. Garrett, if you can still hear us, I know you're in the background. Just leave, rejoin. I don't really know what's happened. I, I, I haven't censored him. He didn't say anything dodgy. He didn't have Trossy in there, did he? <laughs> he didn't put Tross on him, so we That's got fine. rid of him. I mean, I'm going to have to get rid of myself in a second because neither do I. But, but uh, no, I'll, I'll, while we wait for Garrett, let's go to Dave's team. And if we can get Garrett back in, um, then, uh, <laughs> then we'll just try. Um, Dave, talk us through it, mate. Okay, I went a little crazy here. Um, my first time on here, I was basically trying to pick what Mick would pick, but that's no fun. So I, I got a good idea what Mick's going with, and it's not this. But um, I also want Tommy in there, and I, I left him on the right for this game. Um, I I think Truss, Trussy is our best left eight right now. I know Havertz has been playing better. It's not a knock on him, and if it's him, that's great, but I think uh, Trossi offers us more. Nelson, okay, he is not at the level of the other forward players quite, but I feel like he's a lot closer than most people give him credit for, but we got to get the man in some games. Mm. So um, that's – and I'm going to keep putting him there until we play him. <laughs> 
So. Fair enough, mate. I love it. Let's double this a bit. That's fair enough. You know, I, I think I like Trossard in midfield. I think it works. I think it can work. I think it's great for overloading the left-hand side and for, you know, really kind of pinning the defence of the other team back as much as possible. And I think that's where he will eventually develop into in this Arsenal squad as he goes into his 30s. But yeah, he's, he's one to look out for. Um, Garrett, you've rejoined us. You've decided to come back. Was it? Would you regret your team selection or something? No, I, I actually couldn't tell you what happened. I'm not too sure when I'm back <laughs> now. Fair enough. Ago. Gremlins in the system. Let's go back and, and carry on from where you left off, mate. Um, but yeah, no, Tommy Asu at right back, I actually think he's come on leaps and bounds there, to be honest. I think mm. you could see him, his link-up play with Saka is really improving. Um, kind of before, even the Champions League game during the week, I was kind of hesitant to put him there because I just thought the link-up was robotic. You know, him and Saka, it just didn't work. But he's shown, I think he's shown now that, you know, he can link up with Saka, so I think he's got to, got to stay there, to be honest. I mean, I, as I said as well, I think there's no need to rush Weiss. Um, it's going to be busy over the next while, so I think he's back in. I mean, if I'm not wrong, the Champions League game is the first game he's played, right, since his injury? I think he came on against Brentford uh, right okay. at the end. I think right yeah. at the end he came on, yeah. But he came off for the second mm-hmm. half, didn't he, against Lawns? Yeah. Yeah, so just kind of easing back in. I expect him to come on in this game for sure, but I think mm. start Tommy. Um, Zinchenko, I think he's he's been good. Keep him in there. Rice goes out saying, as James said, I think yeah, player of the season. I think that's a pretty solid bet even now. Um, Havertz, yeah, keep going, keep the momentum going. Really, I think with him that's big. Um, and yeah, hope he can get another goal. Odegaard, need to see him back in there doing his thing. Martinelli, then I think we just need to yeah, the snowball effect with him really is now. I think he kind of once he gets going. I think he is very hard to stop, and I just want to build that momentum up with him. Um, and then Jesus, same thing. Uh, he's going to be my star man. I think he will. Yeah, he's going to run the show through that middle. He's going to facilitate and and score. He can score despite a you know popular belief. And then of course Zach on the right. Um, who? Yeah, look, we, everyone says he's having a slow start, but I mean, what are stats so far? I think it's what like. Zach has got seventeen goal contributions this season. Yeah. I mean. Nothing slow about that, you know. So yeah, that's my team, and yeah, no, yeah, fair I'm enough. Go for yeah, fair enough. Uh, it's it is an interesting one to see. Again, I think the talk of rice, like. I don't want to hype him up too much, and what I'm about to say is he's going to do exactly that. But I think he's genuinely in the bracket of players that could become Arsenal's greatest ever signing. I think like there's a real chance of that happening. I know we talk about some of the legends of Arsenal's eras, but if we're talking about an Arsenal that are aiming to be title challengers on a regular basis, trying to win the champ. I mean, if, if Declan Rice gets into a Champions League winning Arsenal team, you're up there with potentially, you know, getting into a bracket of a very, very high status. And it's only been a few months. Uh, that's where we're at. That is where we're at. Quite the hot take today. But uh, let's see if it can come true. I certainly hope it will, because it would mean that we've won plenty of things with him in the team. Uh, and so, therefore, he is in mine uh, once again. Uh, Tommy Asu, Zinchenko, Gabriel Saliba, Raya, Rice, Havertz, Odegaard, Saka, Jesus. Martin. I know mate, that made it sound like Raya's in the midfield. He's in goal, trust me. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's the same 11 that played on, on Wednesday. Uh, I talked in an article this week about how I felt that there isn't really a best Arsenal 11 at the moment, which is a good thing. You don't necessarily want to have a best 11, especially when you want to rotate and deal with injuries as often as Arsenal have to. 
But I think there is something to be said about maybe having some consistency for this game, especially for Havertz. You know, I think that an opportunity to give him uh, another goal to continue building that momentum is always going to be really, really important. Um, but elsewhere, I think everyone speaks for itself. I think the boys have summed it up fantastically well for every player that we've got in the selection. So I hope that this is, is what we see on Saturday. I have a feeling that it, it might be. Um, maybe Trossard comes in, but we've got that game against Luton on Tuesday. So maybe we see some rotation for the the trip to, to Kenilworth Road, which I am going to be making. And it's going to be a very cold night in a very small stadium. So very interested to see what it's like there. Um, but I'm excited for it. Right, let's get to end the show with predictions. So, James, we start with you. Scoreline and scorers, please. Uh, I'm going to go 3-0. We're going to go Trossard with one, Jesus with one, and Odegaard with one. Lovely stuff. Dave? I'm also going to say 3-0, even though that I'm not allowed to do that. But uh, I'm saying <laughs> Why are you not allowed to do that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> My personal rule, anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like I've if got, you can order um, something on a menu, you can't order the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah that, that thing. Uh, Jesus with a brace to shut up the haters. And uh, <laughs> Nelson gets him one. Now, I got Trossi as a player of the game, so you can figure out where all the assists are going. There you go. Lovely stuff. Garrett. Yeah, I'm going to go for 3-0. Um, I, I thought we may concede one, but I think with Neto gone, and I think they're like Wolves like 11th for goal scores. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go 3-0. I'm going to go Jesus, uh, Odegaard, and Martinelli. Well, I guess I'm going to have to go 3-0. Like, <laughs> so, you know, I've got to go 3-0, haven't I? Because it seems to be the thing to do. Um, I'm going to go with a couple for Havertz, just because I just will it again. Keep willing it into existence. More goals for him. Uh, and Ben White Screamer from the bench, please. Um, just to, to finish things off. Yeah, 3-0 to the Arsenal. Uh, absolutely. It'd be great to see another significant... I think we need to continue building up that goal difference for us, because I think it will certainly matter come the end of the season, potentially, if us and Man City are going to the wire and maybe even Liverpool in there, of course, as well. Uh, Steve says 3-1 Arsenal, Havertz, Saka uh, and TT. Uh, Canterbury Gunas says 2-1 to the Arsenal. Keith says 4-1 to the Arsenal. Rand says 3-1 Arsenal, Havertz, Jesus and Rice. Uh, Boston says 3-0 to the Arsenal. Amira says 2-0 Arsenal. Uh, Tommy Cafu and White uh, with a screamer each from the halfway line. Uh, Wolves says, yeah, and Wolves fancast joining as well. Good friends of the show, of course. I've hopped over with the guys over there, Little Dan, fantastic. Uh, make sure you're checking out the channel. I'm sure they've got lots of preview content ahead of the game. Um, so lots of three nils uh, in there. You've got the team talk ready, I assume. Arsenal fans are showing a lot of hubris ahead of this game. They're very confident. Uh, they have reason to be, to be fair. And I, I, I think you'll struggle to see too much optimism around Wolves, considering the amount of suspensions and players that are missing and the record that they've had previously as well. But I wish them the best for the rest of the season because I do enjoy seeing Wolves in the Premier League. Uh, Lone Star. Londoner says 1-0 Arsenal and J-Law says 3-1 uh, with a... I haven't got any scorers yet, but uh, let's just say they're all Ben White screamers and that'll be the perfect way to end the show. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in in the chat box. Really appreciate your time. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe and show our panel plenty of love in the comments section as well. James, thank you so much for your time. Mate. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, Tom. Find us in the Discord. Uh, I post pick, post videos of this guy in there sometimes because Tom loves him. So, do indeed, do indeed. Very jealous. Very jealous. The worst allergy in the world having uh, an allergy to dogs. Meaning you can't have one because that is exactly what I would have in my life. Garrett has lost himself again. Oh, he's back. There he is. Thank you, Garrett, for your time, mate. Thank you for joining us. I'm hoping your laptop is going to be able to survive your outro. 
Yeah, no, I actually don't know what's happened. Um, I wish I, I wish I did, but um, yeah, no, it's always uh, yeah, join up to this for it's a good chat now. So absolutely, Dave. Finally, thank you for your time, mate. Always a pleasure. Tell people they can find you, mate. Uh, in the Discord and at about seven thirty a.m. right here. There you go. Every day. Every day. Every day. Um, yeah, it's a 3 p.m. kickoff tomorrow, of course. So a lot easier uh, for fans. I know in America as well, you've got an early one for that, I suppose. But still, I think 3, 3 p.m. kickoffs are quite nice. Uh, way better than 12.30, like midday kickoffs, which are awful. Uh, very early in the morning indeed. But yeah, threes are not too bad. You can still get your drink on, I guess, at what, 9 uh, nine in the morning. <laughs> Sometimes I know the guys in Chicago certainly do for those uh, those 3 p.m. But it's going to be an exciting game, I'm sure. It's going to be fantastic to see, uh, hopefully, more goals than the likes of Kai Havertz, etc. And getting Arsenal continually at the top of the table for an extended period of time, maybe all the way through to the end of the season. We can hope. Um, drop a like, subscribe. We'll see you again very, very soon. Have a fantastic day, evening, afternoon, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.